Lights marker action and welcome everybody to the group yet again. Here with another ticket refund episode, we're gonna be covering everybody's favorite Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. Oh, sorry, Tobey Maguire. Why do you do this every time? <laughs> Cause I like to see your reaction. Sometimes you get more upset than other times, and I don't know. It's just. Do you want me to rage on this one? No, don't I rage. Will. Don't rage. I have save it. I've save got it. some rage left in me. No, no, no. Save. You want some rage in? No, no, no. No. Just hold on okay. to it. All, All right. right. Spider-Man Three came out in 2007, starring Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, James Franco, amongst other uh, stars of the time. And uh, we know it's flawed. It's okay. That's what we're going to talk about. But let's go ahead and get started. Uh, oh, sorry, I always forget to introduce the host, and this time we got the OG3. Myself, Brian, we got Steven, we got Andy, and uh, we're ready to get started with the no-cap recap to summarize the events of the movie. So let's go ahead and get started, fellas. Spider-Man 3 begins different than the previous two entries in the franchise, as our protagonist, Peter Parker, finds himself happy and successful, both as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. He is finally the balance he was seeking in the previous films. He's dating the love of his life, Mary Jane Watson, and he plans to propose to her. However, a meteor from space containing an alien symbiote falls in the park and follows Peter home. Meanwhile, Harry Osborn plots his revenge against Spider-Man now that he knows his best friend killed his father. And he finds and fights Spider-Man but does not win. Simultaneously, a new foe emerges for Spider-Man in the form of Flint Marco, a common criminal who becomes Sandman due to an accident. During a festival to honor Spider-Man, Sandman attacks and Spider-Man saves the day and kisses his lab partner, Gwen Stacy, whom he saved previously. Later, Gwen proceeds to ruin Peter's special proposal dinner and Mary Jane, now jealous and angry at Peter, leaves dinner before he can propose. Sandman attacks again and a huge revelation comes to life for both Peter and Aunt May. Flint Marco, the Sandman, is the man who killed Uncle Ben. That night, the symbiote attaches itself to Peter's suit and begins to aggressively alter his personality. He fights and injures Harry, he alienates Mary Jane, who then breaks up with him, and he acts like a fool in public, including a ridiculous dance number and an awful haircut. Ridiculous he, is right! He also gets his rival, Eddie Brock, fired from the Daily Bugle. After realizing what the symbiote is doing to his personality, Peter is able to remove the symbiote, but it finds its way to Eddie Brock. Brock, now calling himself Venom, initiates a plan to hurt Peter and recruits Sandman to his cause. He kidnaps Mary Jane with the intention of killing her. Peter tries to recruit Harry to help save her. He initially refuses, but eventually joins the cause. Together, the two battle Venom and Sandman, but Harry is mortally wounded in the fight. Peter is able to remove the symbiote from Brock, but both the symbiote and Brock are killed in the fight. Sandman apologizes to Peter for the accident that killed Uncle Ben, and Peter forgives him, so Sandman disappears. Peter and Harry reconcile before Harry dies from his injuries. And at some point after, Peter and Mary Jane share a dance, indicating that they might also be able to reconcile eventually. Thank you guys. Alrighty, so I hope that brought back lots of nice memories about this movie. Well, good recap. <laughs> memories not so great. <laughs> if you had to... Uh, describe the plot in the worst way possible in a single sentence. What do you got? A good guy becomes a massive douche and hurts all the people he cares about. <laughs> I don't think I can say it better than that. <laughs> really? That's yeah. it? I had something in there about how, like, a uh, guy finds the way to uh, cringe even harder through the magic of dance, but I don't, I don't have much <laughs> better than that, so... Yeah, oh, well. It's fine. Let's jump into our group discussion. So... so 
Do we hate this movie? Do we dislike it? Do you love hate it? I like the people that were involved in this film, so I don't want to disrespect them by saying that I hate it, mm -hmm. but I strongly dislike this movie. I think if you were to ask me this walking out of the theater, I would have said I hate this movie. Yeah, the, honestly, the, the hurt was pretty strong. Yeah, I had my expert, my expect, uh, expectations were through the roof going into this movie. Final movie of the trilogy. Venom is going to come out. Sam Raimi directing again. Tobey uh, Maguire, the whole cast, the and whole everything. Ca yeah, it's gonna. They're gonna knock it out of the park. And it was just oh, man. the trailer was great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's not hate. I feel. I hated when I walked out of X3, same scenario, but I hated because what happened to the characters and it was stuff that you couldn't really undo. You couldn't undo Cyclops dying, Professor X dying, so it kind of ruined the franchise. Right. For me, this one was more disappointment than hate. A lot of disappointment for what it should have been, what it could have been, how good the first two were, especially Spider-Man 2, was to, to date the best superhero movie mm -hmm. that had been done. Yeah. And then you bring in probably his biggest foe, who's Venom, iconic character in comic book history, and then they just blew it. And so it was really strong disappointment for me. So let's let's talk about that, because we were all disappointed and let down, especially the first time we saw it. Yeah. So let's go ahead and answer the question, what went wrong here for us? Originally, one of the things that we talked about was too many villains. Right. We felt like uh, three villains is just way too much. You've got Sandman, you've got uh, Hobgoblin or Green Goblin version two, whatever you want to call him, mm -hmm. and then you've got Venom at the end. Mm -hmm. And that's just you know you're you're, you're stretching um, too much, right. and uh, you're not giving them enough time to shine as villains. You're not giving them enough time to um, have any kind of sympathy from the audience. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they probably, out of all those guys, they probably did best with Sandman. I think that I like his story the most yes. because they flesh it out a little bit more. Yes. Um, Agreed. So that's one of the things that we were talking about. Just Man, if they had just cut that down to like maximum two villains, but really focused on Venom, maybe that would have been better. You know, a whole movie dealing with Peter Parker versus Eddie Brock. Mm. You know, I don't know if that works or not. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not here to tell you what would have happened, but uh, that was initially one of the things that we didn't like. Yeah, and, and I would agree with that. It, it made the movie feel very bloated, mm -hmm. especially at the time. Now, um, in our current climate of movies, I feel that having, quote-unquote, too many villains is not as much of a drawback anymore, and Spider-Man No Way Home kind of proved that. You know, general audiences were okay with having essentially the Sinister Six back, yeah. but it's because a lot of previous movies did the legwork. If yeah. those movies didn't exist, True. and these guys came in with no backstory attached to them, then it's gonna it's gonna fail and it's gonna fail hard. Absolutely. But can it be done? I guess technically it can, but uh, that's very- You need very, more screen time exactly. to be able to achieve it. Super difficult to do. Yeah. Um, no Way Home did a good job with that many villains, but again, there, there were specific reasons for that. Uh, for me, yeah, uh, issue of too many villains. I count four because I count Peter. Peter, for the audience, Peter is a villain for part of the movie too. Good That's point. a good point. I good like point. that. Yeah. So like you have that. four villains. So it runs into that issue of, for me, I'm surprised you guys said Sandman was the best one because he's the one that would cut. Like we have a history with Harry and we have a, he has a real strong motivation and reason to be in the movie. Good point. That's and so awesome. I would keep him and I would keep Venom. Um, but do you then, really want Goblin again? No, but, I mean, that's the direction they chose, and it's organic to the story. Especially at the end of Spider-Man 2. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think this game ran into the same issue I felt with the video game, Spider-Man 2. And I think I've talked to you guys about it, where 
I feel we didn't spend enough time with Venom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I really wish we had gotten more time with Venom. So mm. I would have been happier if this movie, the first third, is him fighting uh, Goblin. The okay. second act is him fighting himself as, you know, the symbiote Peter. Okay. And then the third act is Venom. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I could see it. I could see that. I think what we meant by Sandman is that... Good case there. For, for a villain to have an origin and also a bit of a compelling backstory to him, then he was one that was done best. Because you kind of feel for the guy in, to an extent. Yeah. I just felt that whole storyline was kind of forced into, it, let's add another villain. It was, well, yeah. And then to, to to weasel in that, oh, and this is the guy that killed Uncle Ben. So now yeah, it's like I wanted to ask you guys about I, that. I did I, not like that. I, I you didn't like that? that? No. Yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of it when I saw it. I was just like, ah. I hate those kinds of But the thing is, do you, do you still hate it now? I dislike it still. Andy? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. Okay. I understand why. I'm okay with it now. I I understand why because it's it's designed to fuel Peter's rage. Right. And and the symbiote is making it worse. I understand that it's 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 in uh, a device that's being used right. to achieve an end. Right, but it, it wasn't executed very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, in terms of like Venom and the symbiote, I also get why both the movie and the game don't really give it too much attention because in the end, it has no backstory. It's just a monster, right? And a monster that's so dangerous it has to be stopped as quickly as possible. So that's a good point. Too. I, I yeah. do, I do kind of get that, but oh well, it's it's it, it is what it is, I guess. Water under the bridge, as they say. Is that what they say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, who's got the critics and audience scores for this movie? I do. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-three percent. Metacritic, fifty-nine percent. Audience score, fifty-one percent. You know, that's not the worst scores. I'm really surprised. Because those critical scores are very high, in my opinion, for a movie that was really what, panned. What does it take for Rotten Tomatoes to consider it rotten? It has to be like under 40? Under it? 50. Under 50. Mm-hmm. Are you positive about that? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I wow, think. so they, they still gave it, you know, a fresh rating. No, I, I think to be certified fresh, you have to be above 75 or 70. Because they, they don't say certified fresh unless oh, it's that's, above. That, that's what I was asking. What's rotten on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Because for them, like if the critics gave this a fresh rating, maybe no way. We're, there's we're, no way. We're, maybe we're being too harsh on it. No, there's no way they gave it a fresh rating. So 60% is the cutoff. And this got what? 60 what? 63. There what you the? go. It's oh fresh. Oh my God. Certified fresh, bro. I can't believe it. I cannot believe that. Wow. That's ridiculous. So the audience, I think, was closer to hitting the real mark. Yeah. Or, or maybe it's just because we're Marvel fans and we're Spider-Man fans. And no, so but we, we take it a lot more personally when you mess with our characters or, or do a, a movie a disservice. Yeah, but mm. audience scores go to the real comic book nerdy people like us and also the casual fan. Yeah, yeah it includes and general audience. Universally. Yeah. General, any- general audiences don't care that much. But, and maybe but that's why they were criticizing. Maybe that's why they rated it lower because there's all these people and characters on screen. They don't really care about all that. Right. Here's the thing. Most people saw the previous two entries in the franchise and I think it was... Uh, I think they're smart. Everybody's smart enough to know this movie pales in comparison to either one of those. Mm -hmm. It is by far the poorest of the three. Yeah, it's the weakest. And I cannot figure how critically it got so high. Right. That's that's a conundrum. I don't know. One thing that I was going to add under what went wrong was 
the whole Peter Parker being evil and then you've got him dancing in the street, which is considered to be like one of the most cringe scenes. Bully Maguire? Bully Maguire. Yeah. We'll just, I'll, I'll just go ahead I'm and say it right some... now. I, w- I thought that there was going to be a point for me to bring this up, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. That's the where the movie lost me on this last rewatch. Yeah. I was all like, okay, you know, the first part of that, I was like, mm, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to stick with it. When they got to that scene, I was outbeat. A hundred percent. I said, I looked at this, I literally paused the movie and I said, Sam Raimi quit. He was done? He quit on this movie. I don't... He just said, I don't care. Yeah. And he just said, we're going to go ahead and proceed with this terribly conceived idea. I think. And I was like, this movie's not, he's not even taking the movie seriously anymore by by incorporating this. I think Sam Raimi is going to put some dirt in your eye. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I, I had to throw it in. I'm sorry. But mm-hmm. I, I see what you're saying. From what I remember reading is that all of that was very intentional. Like, you're supposed to be cringing at how Peter is acting. Really? Like this is, yeah. But I think where where the execution is flawed is that you, you don't really get that it's supposed to be cringe. That's the thing that in the previous two films, he didn't incorporate any real cringe cringe. There was no need for it. Ex- yeah. And so like for you to be doing it now, it's out of character for you as a director. Why are you doing this? And even if it's out of character for Peter, it makes sense because he's being altered by the symbiote. But right. again, the director and the writing, it's their job to be able to convey to the audience like, hey, Yes, he's acting in a way that's not right. And what he's doing, we're supposed to be, you know, disapproving. We're supposed to be disagreeing. We're supposed to be laughing at him in a way. And the movie doesn't do a great job at doing that. I think it was too jokey. If that's Especially what during that scene, to, right? Yeah, yeah, like if it's the symbiote that's causing him to act this way, why would the symbiote make him humorous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, no I'm going to I'm going to step right. on something I was going to say a little bit later, but I'm going to step on it now because we're talking directly about it. Uh, I grew up watching the cartoon, like I think all of us did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in that, what the symbiote does to his personality is it makes him aggressive and yes. it makes him a little bit more violent. Yes. yes, this is cartoony. This is silly. Like, and even, the, if, and even if it amplifies his personality, we don't see any of that Peter Parker anywhere. We're like, oh, it makes sense. Why now? He's, you know, 100% this because yeah. it's just really lame and cheesy. I feel like mm-hmm. the cartoon did a much better job with this storyline. I agree. Than the even, movie even the game. Yeah, and the, the game. and the game too. And the game, game. Yeah. same. Yeah, Spider Man Two was it alters very... him in a way where he cares less. Yeah. He has less empathy for people, right. and he becomes more aggressive. That yeah. all makes sense. And mm-hmm. they give it enough time to where it's progressive. It's not right. science, exactly. Which yes. you know, for all my complaints about you know not having enough venom in the game. That's they did where, right that, that's where they yeah they justify it based on that part of it yeah and this was not that it's, yeah exactly so what would be the the worst scene for you guys i mean i already know what steven it's is. that it's the dance <laughs> it's the dancing yeah so i i had two picks for this two picks um one of my least favorite scenes is him kissing gwen stacy mm. if he had been under the influence of the symbiote already that's one thing yes but he wasn't this right. was before then i'm exactly. like that's so out of character yep. that i don't like it i agree mm-hmm. um, i agreed mm-hmm. i guess the point of it was that he was loving all the adulation and praise he was receiving which he had never gotten before and that so makes sense you know mm-hmm. that's he why he did what he did got quote unquote swept up in the moment yeah. i still don't like it but it's Peter dancing. I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not the, it's not it. Be- between me, it's it's Peter dancing and when he hits Mary Jane. He hit her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, it's not like a, a 
like he like he's like he swats her away but it's enough to like knock her down oh, and geez. and i guess that it that is a moment for him to kind of stop and reflect I, what's going on i with forgot him. about this but i just really don't like it, mm. it I, I don't know yeah it was too far i yeah. think mary jane suffers a lot in this movie man so but anyways yeah no that was uh, what's one thing that would fix this movie what do you got I don't think recasting was an issue. No. I'm leaning towards the script. I have Sam Raimi as the issue. A lot of times wow. it's the script. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I yeah. want to hear this. Okay, let's go for it. I I mean, it'd be easy to, to just blame the, the script writers, but this was in Sam Raimi's hands for the first one and the second one. I don't, I don't know. Do you think he was just tired? I think he was probably done with it, and I think they... Sony probably offered him a lot of money to come back. Uh, I'm sure that's true for all of them, you know, Kirsten Dunst and James Franco. I'm sure they probably didn't really want to come back, but they did it because they were either contractually obligated or, you know, they got tossed a boatload of money. But I'm going to say Sam Raimi. Mm. And I say that because having seen him again in Marvel projects in the future, and I still don't love the way they turned out, mm. I think he's just not that guy anymore. Oh. So uh, I feel like, because I remember reading something about this, and I was trying to look it up uh, here really quickly, that the original script for Spider-Man 3 did not include Venom. Mm. And so, I mean, Avi Arad and other studio executives really wanted Venom. They were like, this is the guy. This is like the main guy. You can't have a trilogy without Venom. You need to include him. And mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, Sam Raimi agreed to include him and work him into the story, Man. which I think added a little bit to the bloat. I don't think Sam Raimi was very familiar with the source material behind Venom either. That can be and one of the issues is t it's just too many voices. You know, yeah. When you want to try to create a a singular vision, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden people are telling you, no, but you got to do this. Oh, but you got to do that. Oh, oh and you can't do this. Yeah, and you can't do that. There's countless examples of when studio interference like yeah. ruins movies, especially yeah. superhero ones. Well, and then Topher Grace was not it for Venom either, mm. and Eddie Brock. That was not a great choice. You guys that. have a big issue with that. So I like Topher as an actor. I I, I I didn't think that his performance as Eddie Brock was bad. But no, I, but you know not, he doesn't fit Venom, of course. But it, of course, that, but that's a choice because Venom was all CG. So if they wanted to make him massive all of a sudden, like they did with uh, with Harry in the game, Harry in the game, you know they could have done that. They chose not to. Yeah, and I I do. Is that Topher's fault? I do agree with that. Actually, it's true. I think that I have more of an issue with Venom's design than Topher Grace. If I'm recasting the movie and this doesn't make sense because I'm using today's version for a movie that was 16 years ago, to me, Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock. Ooh. Well, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 Which makes sense. Yeah. Because when we see him in Venom yeah. nowadays. Yeah. I know. It, it's kind of a, a, a cheat code, but <laughs> I, I, I think that works. But I feel like really a couple tweaks to this movie and it's really good. And there was, as soon as this movie came out, commercial success... Uh, it made $900 million worldwide. It was the highest grossing comic book movie up to that point. They had a plan for three more Spider-Man movies and a Venom movie that were all confirmed as soon as this one came out. And it fell apart uh, shortly afterwards and they decided to just reboot everything. Mm -hmm. but R random question. I'm sorry. I got to ask this, Andy. Ben Affleck never does Daredevil. His first foray back in or into superhero uh, movies, period, is this. He gets Eddie Brock. Is the movie better? 
He's not in his prime. I don't see Ben Affleck as Eddie Brock. That'd be tough. I don't know. He hits. He, he starts to like come back, really, like in 2009, 2010. That's where Ben Affleck's like, oh, he's back on the rise. You know what I mean? He's actually doing well. This is maybe two, three years before that. I, if nothing else changes, you literally just take out Topher and put Ben Affleck, but everything just else, that. Venom's design, everything. Just that. I think that the movie is neither better nor worse. Mm. I, I think that he can do it. Honestly, Eddie Brock wasn't even really given that much to work with in this movie. So he could. Because yeah. um, my guess is that Andy wanted somebody just beefier, right? That's part of it. Topher Grace just seems kind of like a weenie in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, you know, again, I'm going to cartoon. Would but you say that Ben Affleck's was a better best... actor than Topher Grace? Of course. Uh, in 2007. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in 2007. Right. Okay. I don't, I don't know how to answer that. But nowadays, I think after now seeing after seeing Topher in different projects, yeah. uh, the dude's talented. Yeah. He he's got range. He can do it. But back then, I honestly am not sure. I think Eddie Brock is a bully, and Topher Grace does not come across as a bully to me. And I does, just don't believe it. And neither does Ben Affleck, really, huh? No, and so that's why it doesn't work for me. Mm, good point. That is a good point. Okay, so there's several things that could have fixed it. <laughs> I yeah. think one of the things also, part of what you were saying about the script, yeah. was that there were some major tone shifts in mm-hmm. this movie. They wanted to make it more comedic. You get you get tonal whiplash when you have to go from like super serious dark themes to like lightheartedness and stuff. And it's it's just a little too much. If they were a little bit more subtle. And there was also a lot of it that's very melodramatic that I do not appreciate. Harry's death, like I've always compared a little bit to a soap opera because it's just like they ham it up. Yeah, I got you. And I understand like That's true. you need to have a dramatic death, I guess. And especially after three films, you know, they're best friends. And right. They're like brothers. And there's and there's that resolution there. But I don't know. There's just something about it that did not resonate with me at all. I, I didn't like it. Yeah. And I, I know what you're saying now, the, the tonal shifts, because, you know, Peter strikes Mary Jane and then later on he's dancing down the street. I don't know the order. I don't remember the order of that, but I'm like. Those are wildly different things, and yeah. so you don't know how to feel about Peter. Do you laugh at him, or do you do you scream at him? Yeah, exactly. Then that's part of the problem. I, I disliked Peter a lot in this film. Mm-hmm. And you know, his and choices, even pre-symbiote, like you were talking about. I, I just, I'm like, what's going on with you, dude? Yeah, Seriously. exactly. And I think that's, that's the issue. Mm-hmm. You can't have a character do really horrible, awful stuff, and then you really got to work to redeem him by the end. Yeah. And yeah. that's tough to do when you just see him doing the same that he's always done. How do you yeah. guys feel about the ending? As I've see, as I see it as an as an older man now, there's something beautiful about it. You know the fact that no words are spoken. He just goes up and he starts dancing with her. Oh, that 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 part. Yeah, the very end. I'm like that is so mature for them to do. Me personally, I really like that. I like that there wasn't no any. I'm sorry. There wasn't a you know a scene to like for him to express it. He just goes up there and just starts dancing with her. And you're left as, a, as an audience member. What's going to happen? I'm divided. I, I see your point. I do like I do like the artistic choice of it. Yeah. But at the same time, Mary Jane deserves an apology. Yeah. She does. Oh, and, and she gets it. Like. As we know now. Because she, No Way Home, you know, told us that they made things worse. Yeah, but if, if all we have to go off of is that ending and like that's the end of the story, it's like, dang. Yeah, she, no, you would. you No, but Spider-Man, that's the thing. Spider-Man 4 was in 
in in plans. the works, right? Yeah. yeah, they were planning on doing it, just didn't happen. So, but, but as you know, as an ending to a trilogy, you're not super satisfied with that. But as a ending for the movie, I feel like that was. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. That's the kicker for me. Um, I did not like that at the time. I like resolution because I'm thinking this is the last one. Yeah, they that works if they do a Spider-Man four where Which we they get were going to more yeah. resolution to it. But knowing that that's how it ended, technically, you know, we can count No Way Home and we're glad that it worked out. But yeah, I didn't. I'm mixed feelings about it. See, that that's, at the time I couldn't appreciate the art of it, and I still hate how often. Uh, sometimes people get too smart for their own good mm. um, when they write these movies. Um, but sometimes so you get mixed you, feelings you, about you, it. You can't be thinking about like, um, like they're they're doing this and they're, and they're thinking like the the crew and and, and the director and everybody. They're thinking like we're going to do a Spider Man four. That's going to happen. You have to do what's right for the movie, right? Mm-hmm. As it's as as a one off, and not thinking. Oh well, we should probably have resolution here because we're never going to do it again and it'll make everybody in the audience feel good. I, I think that's the challenge especially uh, in franchised or, or stuff that's expecting sequels but at the same time you can I'm not saying that they're you know 100% uh, married and good by the end of it I'm just saying that Mary Jane deserved a really heartfelt apology for what Peter did to her do you thro- think, throughout do you th- the entire movie and she doesn't even have to accept it in the moment she can say nothing and then later on, they have the exact same scene where they start dancing and it leaves it open to like, you know what? I think they're going to reconcile and it's really beautiful. And at least Peter can display some type of remorse, mm. even though it's not 100% his fault and the symbiote was affecting him. Yeah. But it, at least at least we have that bit of redemption for a character that we're supposed to love 100%. And the- it's like Peter is indeed a great guy though, because he recognizes what he did. Though that could have been explicitly said in a scene that they throw in there before the final scene don't you see him going up to dance with her and her dancing with him kind of like a mutual i'm sorry i forgive you it shouldn't even be mutual oh i see what you mean like they're they're it, both expressing it's, yes, yeah it's exactly. implied without that words it'll work out parker peter saying i'm sorry i think it's and a, her by dancing with him saying i forgive you i think it's a little too open to interpretation to where he's going up to her you feel like it needed the scene before i do think so just to help redeem peter's character because if think? he goes up it's almost like he's expecting her to to forgive him and so when she does, it's like, there we go. That's what I thought. I don't know. I'll just say you need something at the end of the movie. It can't just end after Harry dies. You need some kind of closure with Mary Jane and yeah. Peter, and that's what they gave us. Yeah. All right, then. So final scores? Six out of ten. Andy? Four and a half out of ten. Yeah. Maybe I should go lower. <laughs> Maybe I should go five. Spider-Man 3 is a movie that I do not want to rewatch anytime soon. Nah, neither do I. Really. And, and that's why I agree with the 4.5 out of 10. Is it entertaining? Yes. Does it have good moments? Yes. Some good action as well. But there's so much of it that I have a problem with mm-hmm. that it, it actively discourages me from ever watching it again. Yeah. And that's a shame. Because I, like, I love watching movies. I like the the moments or, or the scenes that where I can emotionally connect to the characters. I like those. But everything else, not interested. So I'm not going to watch the whole film. If I go back, I'm watching like a two-minute scene here or there. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to be a first for me on this podcast. That movie was so disappointing. At the time, I would have asked for a refund. Ooh, man. I think I, w- I, think I would too. 
first it, time. Especially the this, first time I saw it. This might be the only movie I ever say that for on this podcast, but I, I was... No movie has ever disappointed me more. X3 disappointed us just This as much. disappointed me more. I really? think it, I think it did. Oh, too, yeah. Because of okay. what came before it. Okay. Yeah. X2 was good. X-Men 1, I'm very mid on. But still, this movie was supposed to be great. Mm-hmm. And it was not even good. If I can do it yeah. uh, quietly, discreetly, online, I'll ask for a refund. But <laughs> it's I... implied that that's the, always the way you're going to do it. <laughs> the whole point okay. the whole point of asking for a refund is... I'm like literally thinking like walking up to them and Stop doing saying, that. Can I please get a refund? The whole... That movie disappointed no, me No. So the whole point is, did you feel your time was wasted watching it? Because if it was, you want your money back. But if you thought it was a good investment of your time, then go ahead and keep the money. See, it was it wasn't a good investment of my time, but I was deeply hurt by it. So you so you were asking for a refund. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I would too. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode, Spider-Man 3. If you want to watch it, please feel free to go ahead. I think we spoiled enough, but man, maybe you can get some enjoyment out of it. I don't know. But we're not recommending you to. That's totally up to you. Hey, all of this. It's just our opinions. You guys watch whatever you want to watch. Yep. And with that, we say cut.